0: Hello there, I'm Mary Faith Mueller from the Kids devotional podcast Donuts and Devos.
1: This is Michelle Watson from the Pantry Podcast.
2: Hello, I'm Val Harrison, host of the Practically Speaking Mom, Intentional Mom Strong Family Podcast.
3: Hi, I'm Sarah Gehringer. I'm podcast at saragaringer.com.
4: Hey, everyone, this is Megan Martin, host of Wrong Kind of Christian Podcast.
5: Hello, everyone, my name is Angel McCoy of Angel Reads the Bible Podcast.
6: Hi, I'm Carol
7: Brewer, host of Bible Chicks Podcast.
8: Bonjour, my name is Stephanie Roussel. The Gospel Spice Podcasts.
7: This is Meg from the Letters from Home Podcast. Hi, I'm Yvette Walker. I'm the host of the Positively Joy Podcast.
9: My name is Meredith Kendall, and my podcast is Finding Your Purpose.
10: And I'm Sharon Wilharm, host of All God's Women. Today... I'm excited to be joined by fellow female podcasters, each of us sharing about our favorite women of
7: Christmas. This is Meg from the Letters from Home podcast, where we share everyday extraordinary faith stories. The last few days I've been reading the birth story of our Lord meditating upon the whole passage. And what struck me so much is Elizabeth and what she was going through. She and her husband Zacharias, it says in Luke 1 6, that they were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. And yet she was barren for decades. And I'm sure she really wanted kids. And yet, that is something that didn't get answered for them until an angel of the Lord comes to Zacharias on just an ordinary day, working at the temple, fulfilling his responsibilities. And when the angel came, he wasn't ready. He was so stunned that he responded in unbelief. And then the angel said, you're not going to be able to speak for not believing the Lord is his first response and he had all those months to store up the lessons, and his faith was ultimately tested. Zacharias and Elizabeth, when it was time for the naming of the baby, the friends and the relatives came around, and they said, oh, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. But he said, bring me a tablet. And he said, we'll call his name John. At that very moment, the Lord released his tongue, and how hard this must have been for Elizabeth and what a beautiful lesson that God had gotten in their life through that desert time as they waited. I think sometimes and how it relates to me is I feel like my husband and I have lived righteously and yet we can have decades of trials sometimes. Things that don't make sense and it reminded me to believe God is doing great things and sometime there will be an everyday moment God is going to come and I want to be ready.
5: My name is Angel McCoy of Angel Reads the Bible podcast. You know, Elizabeth, she was an older woman. She was mature. She's been studying the word of God. She had, she was full of faith. She's been walking with God for a long time. She trusted him. She believed in the promise of a savior. She didn't know what form, but she was ready to receive him whenever he came forward. And so I also like to think because she was an older woman that she was teaching younger women, being a light, being example to them, and, and sharing her beliefs and bringing up another generation of believers who would look forward to the day that the Savior came.
10: I'm Sharon Wilharm, host of All God's Women, a journey through the Bible, one woman at a time. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months, returning home just before Elizabeth's time came to be delivered. I've often wondered what went on during those three months. These two women, decades apart in age, shared a common experience of uncommon pregnancies. No one else could truly understand what they were going through, but together they could find comfort and joy as they endured morning sickness, food cravings, and emotional outbursts. Imagine the hours they spent talking and asking each other questions. I imagine. They spend a lot of time in prayer together, praying for each other, for their husbands, and for their sons. They may have cried a tear or two, knowing that the life of their sons
0: would not be easy. Hello there, I'm Mary Faith Mueller from the Kids Devotional Podcast, Donuts and Devos. As I've heard and read about these biblical women most of my life, I find that I really seem to be drawn to Mary as a woman and a mother. Mary at such a young age had this miraculous event thrust upon her, completely changing her life and most likely what she expected for her life. The faith and trust she had in God shines through her character as she places herself, her marriage, and her baby in God's hands. Personally, God directed my life down a path I never would have expected— While it's been a struggle to let go of my previous hopes and goals that I had, I look to Mary as an amazing model of relinquishing control of my life and allowing God to use me for His glory. As my name daily reminds me, I pray God grants me the faith Mary had in my own journey through motherhood and as God's very own adopted child.
2: Hello, I'm Val Harrison, host of the Practically Speaking Mom Intentional Mom Strong Family Podcast. You know, when Mary's life was interrupted with the unexpected, the culturally difficult, and definitely life plan altering circumstances, Luke chapter one says she pondered all of these things in her heart. And then you can read her song of praise. She pondered and then she praised because she allowed God to shape her perspective. Mama's We can do the same thing at the end of a year is the perfect time to do what i call the five r's of intentional motherhood i'm going to share three of them with you right now reflect redeem refine reflect on our circumstances pondering them and being honest with ourselves about our circumstances and seeking god's redemption in those circumstances he is our source for either transforming the situation or transforming our perspective in the midst of the situation? What do we need to change? What do we need to be content with? And how can we allow ourselves to be refined by God for His glory? Mary pondered her circumstances and allowed God to give her His perspective about all of it. And that resulted in her song of praise Hi, I'm Sarah Geranger. I write and speak
3: and podcast at sarahgerringer.com. When Mary reflected on the past in her prayer, she recounted all the good things God had done for her people. She gave God credit for everything and focused on his loving, generous character. Mary praised God for working her into his wonderful plan. Even though 2020 has been a hard year for most of us, I hope you can look back and see good things God has done. For me, it's been the most beautiful spring, summer, and autumn I can ever remember. He's also done great things to redeem my marriage this year. Perhaps he tucked several joys into this year for you as well. I pray that you can find good things to recount from 2020 and other years in the past today.
1: This is Michelle Watson from The Pantry Podcast. I want to say a little something about Anna the prophetess because honestly, I forget about her all the time and I think that that is something that in a world where so easy to focus on who you are, what your brand is, how many followers you have, how many people liked your status. What does it say that Anna was the first person to start just declaring Jesus's truth and his existence after she saw him in the temple? She could just not contain herself and just had to do it. And isn't that what it's all about, even if people constantly forget us? Because it's about magnifying him. As we decrease.
6: Hi, I'm Carol Brewer, host of Bible Chicks Podcast, heard on the Carol Brewer Ministries channel on YouTube and at BibleChicks.com. Anna, you know, she's a prophetess. She gave thanks to God and she spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Wow, she's the third woman mentioned in the Gospel of Luke. Which means she was pretty special to be mentioned and recognized, wasn't she? And Luke identified her as a prophetess, but also, you know, Mary and Elizabeth were enabled by the Holy Spirit to also prophesy, weren't they? So what I liked so much about it, Anna, is that she was open and dependent on the leading of the Holy Spirit. She gave gratitude to God for Mary's beautiful baby, and she continued to serve God. Well, into her senior years, what an inspiration that is for all of us. She fasted and prayed in her daily life. And it's such a powerful example for women today because of the Holy Spirit. Ordinary women can have extraordinary gifts. And I feel connected to Anna because she dedicated her life to serving God for many years.
9: And that's our prayer for all of us, isn't it? My name is Meredith Kendall, and my podcast is Finding Your Purpose. I think I relate most to Anna the prophetess. She was a widow. She'd only been married 7 years and now she was up there in age, but she's been at the temple worshiping, fasting, praying night and day. She has not left it. She's not departed the temple. And she knew what she was waiting for. She knew who she was waiting for. And when Mary and Joseph walk into the temple for the purification process, which is under the law of Moses, She knew this infant, who was only 40 days old, was who she was waiting for. You see, he didn't come a grown man, and he hadn't already healed people, or he hadn't done any miracles. He was an infant. He had just been born, but yet she knew, and she started thanking God, and then she started to speak of him to all who would would listen and who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So I may not be a widow, but the Lord has been really impressing on me the importance of praying and um, fasting and reading and studying in the scriptures and, and telling people, telling people of Jesus, this Redeemer, that he came for no other reason but to allow us to have this right relationship with God to restore the relationship. He is our Redeemer. And again, Jesus had done nothing except show up, but yet she knew what he was there to do. And I think that's why I relate most to Anna is because God has been impressing upon me to be more like her and be bold and be thanking God for Jesus, for my Redeemer.
4: Hey everyone, this is Megan Martin, host of Wrong Kind of Christian Podcast. In thinking on the women of Christmas, I wanted to focus on Anna, the older widow woman who was so devoted to the Lord that it's said that she never left the temple. Anna recognized Jesus to be the Messiah and knew that all the past prophecy of the coming of the Lord had been fulfilled with his birth, which is just amazing. But I really wanna focus more on her long life devoted to the Lord. We know that Anna was only married for about seven years before she became a widow, and she stayed a widow for the next 84 years. She had grown old worshiping in the temple, devoting her life day and night to the Lord. 84 years, guys. That's a lot of life. The ups and downs, the mountaintop highs of living a spiritual life that we all know. And of course, that means there are times in the valleys, too. Times when it wasn't easy to be faithful, when it wasn't easy to stay devoted. But Anna did. Anna remained faithfully devoted throughout her years. I hope that this holiday season and into the coming year, we will all embrace our inner Annas, being faithfully devoted to Him.
8: Bonjour. My name is Stephanie Roussel. On the Gospel Spice Podcast on the surface, I have very little in common with Anna. I'm not 84 by long shot. I'm not a widow, nor have I ever lived my whole life in the same neighborhood. I'm French, and I have lived the last two decades on three continents, four countries, and five cities. And yet, I love Anna, because she and I, alongside countless others, share what overwhelmingly erases our superficial differences. Anna lived for the glory of God, and she woke up every day expecting to see Him at work. The Holy Spirit invites us to dig deeper than our culture and our circumstances to discover what unites us as the universal body of Christ. He invites us to nurture a passion for God's glory. Anna inspires us. Have you ever experienced a level of staleness in your relationship with God? Have you ever wondered if there was more to Christmas than you've tasted? Does it sometimes feel like you're microwaving stale leftovers in your spiritual nourishment? So how about a dash of fresh spice instead? Taste and see the glory of God as your delight.
10: That concludes this special Women of Christmas episode of All God's Women. Special thanks to each of the fabulous podcasters who contributed. You can find links to each of their podcasts in the show notes. I hope you'll check out each one and give them a follow. Until next week, goodbye and Merry Christmas.
2: Merry Christmas.
10: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody.